listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. And I'm Mark Phelan, and musical interlude, courtesy of Alexa. Alexa started playing music, which we did not ask her to play. She's very intuitive now. I love her. (laughs) Mark is always messing with Alexa. He's always giving her a very hard time. It's the only time I can get the last word in with a woman. (laughs) Well, that's what you think, but she oftentimes does does get the last word in. She has done that to me a couple of times. She only works with a machine. (laughs) Although this morning I said, Alexa, how are you today? She said, good. How are you? Hope you have a great day. And I went, thank you, Alexa. See, she's very, she's very friendly. I love my Alexa. So anyways, enough of that. Today, we're going to be talking about lots of things, but we just saw a play, and the play was called The Marriage Zone. Over here in North Hollywood, cute little theater called the Secret Rose Theater. And I love going to these little theaters over in North Hollywood. There's Out of the, the way, awesome productions. Yeah, Cupcake Theater. They do musicals, go there often. And this was the first time I was at this little theater. Really little. What would you say? 30, 40 people? No, it's probably a 50-seat theater. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know it was so big. Uh, But it was really nice. And a really interesting play. And we thought it would be fun to see because it was about marriage and relationships. And basically, the premise is a couple... We're not giving anything away here. But a couple who runs into their younger selves... Well, for the, you, you see them setting the stage. They're they're in a point of distress in their marriage. Yeah, oh yeah, they're definitely not happy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conflict, a lot of yelling, and then they come into contact with their younger selves and their older selves. They're selling the house. There's a well, knock you don't need on the to door. Give all the well, no, because then you have to know why they're there. The two young kids come in because they want to buy the house that they're selling. Right. And then the older couple wants to see the house that they used to live in. But anyways, they all come into yeah. contact with one another and they have a conversation. And it was really interesting and brought up, I thought, some really good questions. Really so good. you get to see what happens. You see the younger couple madly in love. They just can't keep their hands off can't each other. Can't keep their hands off of one another. That's the way I am, but when I'm by myself. Yeah, <laughs> It's good to know. Thank you, Mark, for sharing that. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, the right. man needs some love. That's right. <laughs> it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Look, you got to love yourself, right? That's right. If you don't love yourself, who's going to love you? And if nobody's right. going to love you, you got to love yourself. That's right. But, the, the, but it was a really interesting play, and so it got us thinking, what would you do? Like, just what would you do? And there's so many different scenarios. So this couple, they find out, the younger couple finds out some things that happened in their future. And so now they're faced with new choices to make. So people love going to, including myself, going to a psychic or getting your palm read or going to an astrologer. You know, these kinds of things. We kind of want to know. Getting your balls washed, yeah. Well, I've never done that. But Oh, that's uh, when I'm playing golf. I'm just... <laughs> But the ball nothing washer. To do with, exactly. Nothing to do with anything. You no. just had to say balls. Exactly. Yes. We haven't said balls in a long time. I enjoy balls. We like saying the word. Yes. Balls. Yes. And that's what she said. But um, <laughs> So one thing, Mark and I, we do that a lot when we're not on, when we're not being recorded. Sometimes the setup is just too perfect. I mean, you we just, cannot let it go. It's just. And that's what she said. (laughs) It comes up too often. It's just too easy. Uh, But wouldn't it be interesting if you knew what the future held, you know, what the possibilities were, would you make different choices today? Exactly. And of course we would. If you knew that your marriage ended up not looking so good 10 years from now, what would you do differently today? Mm -hmm. Or would you even get married? That's the cool thing. I mean, really, right. the statistic is what? 50 plus percent of marriages end up in divorce. So you don't have to actually sit down and have a talk going, we have a 50-50 shot here. Do we even want to do it? 
the answer, I think, is, well, yes, there are also 50% of people who stay married. Although, to be fair, eh, not all of them are happy. Exactly. Some are just hanging in there. Right. Well, there's John Gottman, the research psychologist mm-hmm. who studies couples, who has the distinguishing name of masters versus disasters. So we do know that there are couples who have wonderful marriages. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't have fights or conflicts or moments when they can't stand one another. But I think when we understand, yeah, that's part of being with somebody, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're living with somebody and going right. through life's challenges, and sometimes they're bigger than others, growing older together, just so many challenges that come along with that. It's not going to always be perfect, but what's the difference between the couples that stay together and are happy versus the ones that don't? And there was a point like this made in the play, which I thought they did very well, which was basically the probability of a marriage being happy or long-lasting is pretty slim. Mm-hmm. So when you know that going in, because we do know that. So if you knew that your potential marriage or the person you're going to end up marrying and spending your life with or having kids with is going to end up unhappy, what would you do differently now? And like right. we're saying, you could say, well, I'm not going to get married. Mm-hmm. That's an um, option. Yeah. Forget love. Love, not for me, too scary. I don't know if my per- the person I'm going to be with is going to cheat on me. They're going to leave me. They're going to die. I mean, there's lots of things that can yep. happen, right? So we need to do what we need to do to ensure that our future looks better. Right. It's kind of like, well, what would you do if you knew that maybe you were going to you know, have some, some illness that mm-hmm. stopped you from being able to work? down the road. Well, I would imagine you would do some things differently now. Put away some money. Find some other ways to have some income. It's actually a really wonderful way to think when we think about the possibilities of the future and plan for them now because whatever we do now does impact what happens in our future. But there are things that we can't know. So if you knew that your partner was going to end up leaving you, like you knew that. They're oh, going, it's a slam dunk with me. What, what would you do? Would you just decide, I don't want to be with them at all? But see, then, then you're looking at the ego of the person. And if they have a f- healthy thought process of, with their own psyche, I figure I'm such a freaking catch. Who's going to leave me? I mean, I'm going to rhyme them and dine them and romance them like they've never had before. Why would they want to leave me? But then the reality could be everything that I'm putting on the table as far as I think all my assets, they go, eh, not so much. Eh, not so much. Not the big a deal. Well, yeah, you, you might be a great man exactly. for some people or exactly. some women and some, and eh, they don't really appreciate that or that's not what they're into. But here's what happens, and I see it all the time. When people are so focused on what might happen in the future, especially when it's coming from a place of fear, guess what happens? They don't show up completely. Exactly. When you're living in fear, you can't really be your best self. I live that. I had a recent relationship. I felt myself for the longest time, you know this, we've talked about it, kind of like uh, with a tight fist only as far as my total personality. You've known me 35, 36 years. When you were four or five years old, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's just a mere child. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I have a, a sense of humor. I appreciate my own sense of humor, if no one else does, I'll laugh at my own You do more than anytime. anyone, yes. And why not, damn it. <laughs> yes. I can't help but I'm the funniest guy on earth and no one else appreciates it. I appreciate Lexa, it, Lexa, do Mark. you think I'm funny? Anyway. <laughs> you got to get her started again. <laughs> what if she said no? <laughs> F you, you bastard. Anyway, the idea that that's part of the psyche of this is what I think I, I'm laying out 
on the table. And if I can't portray that, if someone doesn't appreciate it, what's what's going to happen? Okay, I don't know if I'm going to turn that corner and they're going to fall madly in love with me or they're going to realize not my cup of tea. I want to move on. That's the nature of life. It's It can happen. As you well know, things can work out great. Things can go down the tubes, either metaphysically don't always work out or physically. As we exactly. Yes. Yes. What's the old expression? Uh, man makes plans and God laughs. Mm-hmm. So, or, or John Lennon, um, what is it? Life gets in the way when we're making other plans. I think the hardest part of what would you do is you got to play it by ear. You got to go day by day. It's like anything. Do the best you can. It's a fine line, right? Yes, it's good to kind of think about what we want, what we want our future to look like so we can act accordingly. But when we're so hyper-focused on it and worried about Mm -hmm. it and living in that place of worry or fear, our future doesn't look so good. We don't take risk. We don't love fully. If we're thinking that, oh, our partner's going to leave or something's going to happen, they're going to cheat on me, all of the things that, you know, many of us can worry about, how can we be fully present and vulnerable and loving in the present. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting thing. One of the things I really enjoyed about this play, something that they said was, it's not about pointing your finger at others about what they're not doing or what Mm -hmm. they're doing. It's pointing it at yourself and realizing the things that you can do, which is really one of the big premises of good couples therapy. Yeah. People think that they're going to get their partner fixed when they go into therapy. But the reality is it's about our Bingo. own self-awareness. Exactly. And one other good point is he, the the guy kept saying, it'll be fine. And she kept saying, no, what if? What if it's not fine? Well, you can do the what if game to you blue in the face because yeah. every positive can be a what if. We just want tickets to Europe. It's all expense paid. What if the plane goes down? I mean, my God, what if it's bad weather? What if there's a riot? Yeah, you could what if yourself. Yeah. And you so know, you take death. all the positive and just negate it and say, how about we just stay home and look at the wall? Right. Live for the moment and appreciate the fact that you're... Perfect example, when you're in a great relationship, you wake up on a Sunday. What do you want to do today? Let's just hang out. We'll go to a movie, go for a walk, have lunch. That's bliss because you're with somebody. You've got a simpatico. It's not where you are or what you're doing. It's who you're with. That's a good sign, right? We talked about love them or leave them. And really one of the things also is how do you feel when you're with this person? Mm -hmm. If you're feeling sort of drained and unhappy no matter what you're doing, it's not necessarily about the person. It could be about the person. It could be about the relationship. It could also be about your state of mind. What are you focusing on, right? And it's timing is everything. to bringing back to what I was talking about earlier about the relationship I had is the, because I finally remembered it, because you know what, as you get older, three things start to happen. <laughs> First one is you start to lose your memory, and I forget the other two. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while, Mark. I missed it. It's nice to hear it again. Yes, yes. But the the deal was, this was a long-term relationship, a very minimal amount of contact each week, but it was a long-term. That's why it was so long-term. And I, I think completely you're right. But I never felt totally relaxed, totally free. As I just said, that get up in the morning and the bliss feeling. And I remember saying specifically to you and I think other friends, I'm just not Gaga. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with Lady Gaga. I think she's very talented. <laughs> but it's the, I just didn't feel that wow. And it just kept going on and on. And all of a sudden around last January, I started thinking, well, maybe we're actually going to move in together because this you know, was presenting itself. This was a possibility. And I kind of let myself go for a couple of weeks going, how's this going to work? This could be good. All these dynamics. I all of a sudden, the zinger started going back. Um, my humor was on fire to the point that that person was reacting. My God, you're so funny. And I went, holy shit, I've always been funny. I just finally now relaxed 
But maybe that's about you. you. But that's what I'm saying is yeah. I was holding myself back because I didn't want to take that leap. Yeah. I didn't want to go you to the next level. You were living in fear. Well, and also smarts, common sense. Well. In a way. Well, if you, not really, because if you were not living in fear, if you were living in strength and truth, right. you probably would have left her. And it also was like the you know Wonder Woman, which is fabulous, by the way. Gal Gadot is, my God, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she is beautiful. But when she has that shield up, that's why I, I had a shield up just in case no one's going to dump me. So I have the shield up knowing, oh, you don't want to see anyone? Okay, bye. Thank but you. part of the reason your relationship sucked. Yep. So we need to look at how we are showing up in a relationship. Because I realized I wasn't doing, I used to write poetry. Anybody I met, I'd write a silly poem. I don't think you ever wrote me a poem. I think maybe I did. Okay, maybe. But everybody else along the way, it was, and it was cards and spontaneous stuff like that. Yes. This person, nada. Even when holidays came around, even a, a birthday or something. And it could be plus uh, where you were at your life. And I'm looking at a card going, you're a great person. I love you. Nah, too much. Okay. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. all been there. Yes. You're just the best. You deserve the best. Love, not I love you. Right. And I really, and then they look, oh, this is so nice. I'm like going, Oof. the stuff I used to get was those... What are they? Who was it? Karen Schultz or something? That has those cards. It's like three folds. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, with the, with the, oh yeah, it's yeah, really pretty gorgeous, writing. Yeah, the gorgeous little, yeah, mm-hmm. the little calligraphy on yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to write anything. And you're falling in love with just whoever's reading this card because it's, it's spectacular. Yeah. Everything you possibly think you want to tell somebody and you just put, ditto. This is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. This card says it all. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. It, but not it, even it, one of little... those. I was almost like going to the 99 cent store and said, here's the blank inside. You want to find like the most benign card you can find. And that's, you You know, men, I don't know if women do it, men, when you look at a card, okay, turn it over. Four ninety nine. Oh, I can do better. Well, I imagine there are some men and women that do that. I don't do that. But I do definitely, when I go to buy a card for someone, this is even with family members, you know, in the past, it's like, oh God. So it's like, it's just, it's it's heartbreaking because there's just nothing on there that there are all these wonderful words, but they just don't fit. Yep, yep. I'm going to go back to the what if you knew. So you end up in a relationship, you end up getting married, but what if you knew that somebody that you had a crush on, the one that got away, was going to come back into your life and be available? What if you knew that? Would you change your mind? Would you hold out for that? Would you decide to wait for that person? You look no further than Mr. One of the all-time greats of all things, Jerry Seinfeld. His wife was literally on her honeymoon just about. Yeah, yeah. Right. All of a sudden, I don't think they were there six months. And all of a sudden, you just kind of moved in, swept her off her feet. See ya. It's happened. It does happen. And sometimes it actually works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But how many people do that? Like, "Ah, yeah, you're really great. But I think there might be somebody better. Well, that's that's another line in the play. Remember that? The guy, the young guy is now going, well, maybe I don't want to get this because if we're going to get divorced, maybe I can find somebody better. Somebody with this, somebody that. And then the older version of him went, yeah, maybe you could. But everyone's going to do that moment where coulda, woulda, shoulda. And you know, aren't we always kind of, well, not all of us, but many of us, at least many Mm -hmm. times or sometimes kind of looking over our shoulder going, Hmm, there's oh, yeah. problems here I didn't know about. Maybe right. I wouldn't have these problems with this other mm-hmm. person or another per- any other person. Right. The reality is we're going to have problems with anybody that we're now, with. Now, the interesting question then to follow up would be to ask someone who's been married and divorced. If you knew it was going to end up divorced, would you have ever married this person? Because was there something good that just kind of went bad, you drifted away, or it just was a bad choice? 
Because right. there's a lot of times. Sometimes I mean, it is a bad choice. I had, I had five, seven years that I was perfectly happy. I was perfectly happy. We traveled, did great things, and enjoyed each other's company. It just started growing apart further and further. And it just was at a point where it's like, do we try desperately to get it back or just let it go? Yeah. I would say that they're all the relationships that I've been in, I don't regret them. <sighs> Maybe with the exception of I can one. remember. I can remember one. <laughs> Maybe one. But you know what? And if I you learned... don't, you should. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But I learned so much from that relationship. No, I did. I'll tell you. And I also really learned to appreciate a good man. Like, look, I was not perfect in that relationship either. But yeah, I, I, I was not thinking clearly but Uh-oh. look at we make mistakes but most relationships even if they didn't last right. i can look at them and think oh yeah there was there was really some great sure. parts or great times great years or or great things i got from this relationship and i imagine they would say the and same with thing. him you had great weeks <laughs> <laughs> or week well, we're looking way back, way back in the history. But yeah, you know, when we're young, I think it's a good thing to explore and find out a little bit about what qualities you like and what you want. You know, sometimes people are lucky that they're able to find somebody sure. at a very young age that they well, love. That's, that's the key, I think, of the timing factor. Plus, it is a bizarre sociological experiment. You take two different people from two different walks of life. Rarely do you find, you find, well, I've known each other since we were in kindergarten. We grew up together, went to the same school. Parents are best friends. That can, that's rare. Even then, they still have, they're very different. Yeah. Right? And yeah. all of a sudden, now you're together. It's one thing going out and not only sharing a home. Now you're sharing a life. Now you're bringing up kids that are your biological entities. Right, which can be is, so challenging. Nobody talks oh about that, God. what that does what to that a relationship. that stirs into the pot. Yeah, and then stirring in the fact that they're kids, not my kids, and all that craziness. But the idea that now you're living together and supposed to, everything's supposed to be fine now. For the next 50 years, we're here looking at each other naked, and you're never supposed to look at another person naked because I'm yours and you're mine. That's it. It's a strange kind of dynamic that we're socially we're supposed to do this. Yep, not for the faint of heart, right? And we don't know what's going to happen with our partner physically or, or sexually. Or all of, There's so many unknowns. Mm-hmm. So that's another question. What if you knew your kid was going to turn out the way that they turn out? Would Ooh. you have kids? Who a, would? Who that's would a, say that's yes a tricky, to that? That's a tricky one because most people aren't yeah. going to say, oh, yeah, I would, I would oh, definitely. Oh, I love my kid, but I wish no. he wasn't here. Yeah. I mean, parenthood is one of those things. And yes, it's one of the most wonderful things we can experience in life. It's also one of the most challenging and difficult things. And it does wreak havoc on our relationships often. Not always, but certainly gives us some challenges. Well, it's because there's no control. If you and I are in a relationship and you say something I don't like and I say something you don't like, we can talk it out. We can say, okay, let's from, let's, from now on, I won't use the F word. You don't do this. You try and give me the benefit of that. Those kind of things. Here comes this human being walking and saying, F you to both of you. I'm not going to do it. And you're like, no, no, but you understand this is be better if you did it. No, F you, I'm not going to do it. But in life, you can't say that. Well, if F you, I'm going to say it now. And all of a sudden, your head spins and you have nothing you can do. We're talking about adolescence, yes. Exactly. That's always a wonderful thing. And unfortunately, you can't do anything about it. Because if you do, you know, good old days, a little smack on the ass, guess what? Family services? Yeah, sure, you're under arrest for child abuse. Oh, 
like, right. you know. Now, there's probably people who are listening who are like, well, my children are well-behaved, exactly. and you just need to know how to raise your children to have them well-behaved. Right. And then there's people who don't have children and go, well, I would do it differently. That's I know my favorite. That would never be my child. I love those Because I used people. to be that person, too. Mm-hmm. And the reality is we have some influence. We do, as parents, have some influence yes. on our children and how they turn out, but we don't have any control. Mm. And then there's also things that we don't have any any control over, right. which is, you know, something, an illness or things that happen, which is just, oh, so heartbreaking also. Yeah, just things that we have absolutely zero control over, zero certainty about what is going to happen. But ultimately, when we do know that we are absolutely with 100% certainty going to have challenges and conflicts and problems in our life, in our careers, in our relationships with our children. All we can do is recognize the parts that we can have some influence Mm -hmm. over and be the best that we can be, get as much information, do everything that we can. We still have zero control only influence. So it's really up to us. And it's such an important message that I like to give in a lot of different ways, but it's something that takes some time to really, really integrate and put into your life. And we all make choices and some of our choices, not so great, mm-hmm. but that's okay too. Cause we do learn from those choices. Like and I, like I did our in favorite my words that we've already said is communication. They bring this up into play too. One great moment. They said, the one guy says, you know, uh, when we're having sex, you get awfully slobbery with your kissing. And the, the guy said, the older guy says, I didn't know that. She goes, yeah, I have my own saliva. Very funny line. But then why didn't you ever tell me? And then the younger guy says, this is up to you. You should be the one telling us those things. Right. And then the middle woman said, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't. And it's so true. Little things like that can turn into bigger things. Then when you're in the course of, you know what? what did, and I told you that I use myself as an example, thinking I was very amorous with this particular girl. Oh, the tongue. And the tongue. <laughs> and she just pulled back and said, I'm not a fan of the fax tongues. <laughs> And I'm like a freaking pit viper. Blah, 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 thinking yeah, so it's you're cool. showing off again. There but, you go again. But I was thinking, she's going to know what I can do you're downtown. Like, Man, am I good. And, yeah, what yeah. a dumb idea. She she's, didn't think she's that thinking, way. What the hell is he doing But this the time? point is, right. hey, if she'd not told me that, I probably would have kept doing the pit viper. I would not have known. It's true. I see it all the time. Yep. It's with good intentions. Yep. Well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Exactly. I don't want to upset well, you. Well, I don't want to, you know, yeah, I don't want to upset them. It's like, it's not really Nip that big of a deal. It's so important. But the thing is, okay, you do that once, mm-hmm. maybe not such a big deal. But you do that, again, good intentions right. aside, doesn't matter. And what's the, the tacitus approval that we get, like the older guy said? I thought you liked it because you never said anything. Right. I remember someone telling me, I don't know, it was a. She was probably squirming with discomfort. Exactly. She thought it was pleasure. A woman I know told me that she doesn't know how to broach it with her boyfriend, that the guy likes to squeeze the nipples. And she goes, I hate it. It hurts. It's not arousing. I don't like it. So just tell him. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I said, you'd rather feel that excruciating pain? <laughs> it's like insane. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Right. It's like, I actually would rather not somebody take a golf club to my balls. <laughs> my favorite word again. And I'm, I don't have to tell you that hurts, but please don't do it again. Yeah, yeah, it's important. And, and a really great way to do that. If you have trouble telling your partner what you don't like, just tell them what you do like. Bingo. So if he's squeezing your nipples really hard and it hurts, you don't necessarily have to say, stop doing that. It hurts. Although I, I certainly don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if it feels really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. just tell him what you would like better. And yep. say, you know what really turns me on? When you're really gentle. 
with yeah. my nipples. Yeah. It's I like love every that. guy has said the same expression I love what you're doing, but no teeth. Because <laughs> sometimes they get a little on the whole sentence. It's yes, like, you heard okay, it here. Yeah. You are not whittling a log here, honey. Just, oh, I think of a, oh, yes, those are called lips. Not yes, the, well, I wonder if we could do a show where you could inform the, the, I'll the listeners. I'll be happy to. I'll um, be happy to tell every woman in the world the proper how way. How to give a good blowjob. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, yeah, something well, you know, to look You could to. give that how to give. I will give, I'll do the part where it says how to get. Well, no, I mean, look, at, I think you have the equipment. Here's what I want to say about giving a good blowjob, because this is important to say. You are a man. So yes, we I would am. think you would be a good person to talk about yes. how to give a good blowjob. I am a sex therapist, and I'm a woman. You know, I may have You've given had a, a few. May have, I may have given a couple. A few, few. in your life, just one or two. <laughs> so I might be a good person to inform. But here's the reality: nobody. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that was supposed to be in reference to. Just try to ignore it. Try to pretend that you didn't hear that. Uh, but the reality is the person who's going to give you the best instruction, the only one who can really mm-hmm. give you good instruction. Is your guy. Right. The one who you're giving a blowjob to. Yes. So have that, that line That's of right. communication. Have fun with it. Well, the average guy, and I know this from practical experience and guys I've known, do you like this? you like that? Do you like this? like that? And the girl like, don't ask so many questions. And he, in fact, he just said, this is the guy who's been around a bit. He said, honey. How am I going to know unless you tell me? Right. And he's got a but very good... But she's like, good, but you should know. He's got this great radio voice and he just said, and he just pulled back and said, honey, how am I going to know unless you tell me? I like it. I have one thing in my mind. It's to please you. If you want me to just do my thing and I don't know, it's going to be on me. If you don't like it, it's on you. And I went, ka-ching! You almost sounded like Clint Eastwood there. Well, that's a little bit of that. Yeah, I like it. I and like yeah, it. Well, anytime, yeah. anytime a woman's pulling down my zipper, I say, go ahead. <laughs> Make my day. <laughs> there you go. I think we could end it on that Yahoo. because I'm I'm a little I'm a little flustered. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a little warm. I have to say yes. Yeah, so, so we have an exciting announcement. Well, I don't know if it's an announcement, but we are going to let you know that our next show we are answering listeners' questions. And uh, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. Bingo, bongo, bango. Yeah, and there is no question that you can't ask. That's right. Nothing's off the books, off the charts. Exactly. So, yeah, look, take advantage of it. Why not? Uh, we like answering your questions, and we love doing this show for you. So thank you, everyone, for You're tuning right. in. We love that you listen to us. Uh, we have so much fun doing the show, and we hope you are all thinking about things that we talk about and applying it into your life. Bingo, bongo, bongo. Okay, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.